All right, welcome to another episode of Daybreak Crypto. I'm joined again here by my co-host, uh, Anon.Kuji. And we are going to be talking about two protocols that have recently either announced their mainnet launch or launched on the Cosmos SDK. Um, and that would be Stride and then also uh, Archway. Uh, I think we're going to get started here with Stride and I'll let you take it and kind of explain that. Yeah, so Stride is going to be an L1 blockchain, and their main um, focus is going to be liquid staking. So most or all blockchains in the Cosmos are proof-of-stake uh, chains, so you have to stake your assets in order to secure the blockchain. Um, when you stake your assets, though, there's usually anywhere from a 7 to 28-day window where your assets are illiquid as you if you try to unstake them to potentially sell them or just move them around or whatever you want to do with them. Uh, what Stride aims to do is to make those assets liquid for you so that you can still stake your assets, but also use then those staked assets for um, DeFi protocols for um, whatever other things are kind of developed along the way. But their big thing right now is just to kind of create some liquidity, some additional liquidity within the Cosmos ecosystem by providing um, this staked. So it's going to be called ST and then whatever asset it's going to be. So ST Adam, ST Juno, et cetera, et cetera. Um, they're starting with Adam. That's kind of the most liquid asset on or in the Cosmos. And that's the one that also is one of the most staked. So, I mean, that's kind of the biggest asset. So um, obviously that's a good place to start. And then it looks like they're going to be trying to do almost every asset that, or every chain that is in the cosmos, um, eventually have a staked asset for it. So they're going to be chain agnostic. Uh, they're not really going to be focused on one specific chain. They're going to try to get every single chain for staking. So I think that's kind of their big, um, selling point over a specific protocol that would stake like a, you know, a protocol on the Cosmos that does staking or a protocol on Juno that does staking, whereas this is going to be an actual chain that is solely focused on all of the different staked assets. Interesting. Um, and, and to your point, like when you say like a, a derivative or staked asset, you're saying it's essentially just a representative of the token you had, right? Like if you had Adam, you basically lock it in this contract. And then on the other side, they release to you this staked version called, you know, ST Atom. So now you've basically deposited your native Atom into a contract. They mint out a stake version on the other side. Um, and as far as most of these protocols work, at least from my experience, is that they have an auto compounding kind of feature built into these staked assets. Um, and so therefore, that's how they kind of retain that that value or I guess that premium above you know your normal Atom because you're essentially giving up they're they're basically going to take a higher staking percentage to allow you to have the the liquidity, um, and that's just we call that a liquidity premium, and that's kind of what's drawing that driving that. Um, but it's a really unique way to kind of increase your your capital efficiency, um, like you were mentioning earlier, where you know you can still get that kind of compounding effect uh, and the those rewards from inflation without actually having to sit out that twenty one day period um, of unbonding. Now there's obviously give and take just like anything. Um, typically, if you're in liquid staking, you're going to have a smaller return um, than you would if you kept it 
stake uh, natively, but then you have opportunity costs since you can no longer move that. Um, so that, there's a lot to be, I guess, thought out when you're making these um, transactions and opens a lot of opportunity for actually arbitrage between the staked as stake derivative and the actual native asset. So this, this really does bring a lot of opportunity for, for not only profit for users, but just a way to be more capital efficient as well. Um, yeah, and one other cool thing I thought that they were doing is it's not going to be released right away, but with their first update, they're going to make it so that you can still vote in governance with these staked assets. So typically a lot of the liquid assets, you're not allowed to, or you're not able to use those for governance voting. So I think that's one cool thing that this will still allow you to use your staked assets to vote in governance mm -hmm. if you choose to still vote or want to still vote. And that's actually really cool. Um, I actually wasn't aware of that, but that's actually a really cool feature because that, that's a huge part of owning a token is having that voting power um, and any sort of governance proposal. So that's something I wasn't aware of, but actually what I would consider a really nice feature. So um, for yeah, that's, starting... that's usually one of the big things you give up with a staked asset or a liquid staked asset. So that's really cool that they are, they notice that and that they're trying to change that to kind of take away that negative that they, uh, yeah, the more the more um, cons you can get rid of, the better, right? It's like you're iterating on that previous model to make it slightly better. So overall, I really like what they're doing. I know we have been doing a bit of vetting of their chain just to potentially spin up our own node. So that's something we're probably going to do. Um, so yeah, we're pretty excited about this um, this protocol. But I guess I'd like to also move on uh, to the next protocol we had, and that was Archway. So Archway, and I can kind of describe this one uh, first and let you kind of speak on it after, Greg. But essentially, Archway is, a, a, is another L1 that's being built in the Cosmos ecosystem, leveraging the Cosmos SDK. Um, they are also going to be incorporating interoperability through the IBC protocol, which is essentially that interchain communication between all the different Cosmos blockchains that allows you to send some, you know, Atom over to Osmosis, um, send some osmosis over to Juno and all that. So they're going to be building another IBC-enabled L1 on Cosmos. But what kind of makes Archway a little different than our traditional protocols we see is that Archway is going to try to incentivize the actual um, developers. So I guess that's something I should probably mention, right? They're building a incentivized smart contract platform. So you can think of it similar to uh, like a Juno or a... Um, Cosmos, where it's like it's a smart contracting platform, but what they're going to do is allow the developers to take a cut um, of the smart contract revenue or revenue from the DApps or smart contracts that they've built. So it's no longer a situation where you have to either, you know, spin up your own company or protocol, or you know, carve out your piece of a deal in a some sort of, you know, ICO or IDO. But now you can actually build the smart contract. Um, others can launch the application. You essentially are taking your piece of it. Uh, you, I guess I would picture it almost like a royalty, if you will. Um, and to me, that's very intriguing from a developer's standpoint because it gives them a incentive alignment with the protocol, right? The more that users you know, use their smart contract or use their dApp, the more they make. And they also have the exposure to the token if they want it. So to me, this is just a much, much um, more, I guess, equitable way of, of divvying out the um, revenue made from these dApps and smart contracts to directly to the developer that built it. Um, so I'm excited to see how that works out. 
Yeah, I think that's really cool that they're doing that. Um, I also wanted to mention they're doing uh, gas rebates and inflation are both going to be partially going back to the dApps and the developers. So there's going to be uh, three different streams of kind of income that they will be able to have if they choose to develop on Archway. Okay, so... Did you say it was, what were the three then? So, was, so they're gonna, there's gas rebates. Instead of burning all of the gas, they're going to actually give 50% of the gas re, um, that has been used uh, back to the dApps and then 50% to the validators. Okay. Uh, and then inflation is going to go 75% to the validators and 25% to the dApps. Got it. Okay. So you're getting a portion of the network fees through the gas. And then on top of that, you get a portion of the actual you know, transaction volume that's coming through the, yes. the application. So, and then that's also on top of the default of a hundred percent of all premiums and fees and rewards that your DAP would generate. Those are also going to you as well. Got it. So, okay. So as, as you've kind of explained, there's definitely, you can see why this is kind of a, a big incentive or I guess incentive alignment for the actual developers. Yes. Um, I mean, it's giving them multiple avenues to actually cash in on their, their, what they're building. And that's probably something that's not done nearly enough. Um, I think I think a lot of developers have done well in this space, but definitely don't think they're getting uh, the equitable portion of what they've built. So happy to have people like Archway who are kind of focusing on the developer side of things. And I hope that will draw some of the best talent to their platform um, so they can build some of these the best applications in the cosmos. And that's what we're really hoping they can do. And that is another chain that I will mention that we would love to um, validate on. We're, again, vetting them right now. And I think they recently finished up their incentivized test net with mainnet coming soon. So we will be keeping in touch with, with the Archway team as well as some of the um, application creators to see if we can support them in any way and, and ideally um, you know, work as a validator on their chain. Because we, we definitely align with their ethos and, and would love to be a part of that. Yeah, 100% agree. I was about to say, and then unless you have any closing comments, um, either related to Archway Stride or just any other things about Archway that uh, you kind of skipped over. I wanted to say, yeah, one other thing about Archway. I know in the, speaking to kind of being a launch pad, they said that one thing they want to kind of do is be almost a launch pad for the Cosmos so that as app chains grow and develop and then eventually want to launch their own chain, they can go from Archway to their own individual standalone chain. And I think that's that's pretty cool because a lot of these protocols should probably start as protocols or app chains and then work their way up to actually being a full-fledged chain. So having this kind of incentivized program is I think really gonna be great for the Cosmos. Yeah, that's actually a really interesting thought. Now you say that because you're right. I mean, even with interchain security coming soon or shared security with with uh, Cosmos and the hub, it, it, you're right. It may make sense right away for a application or, you know, any one of these protocols to share security at the start, but as they grow and if they become a successful application, build a community around them and it can actually attract a full validator set, maybe it doesn't make sense to be a layer two anymore. Um, and and the, to your point, most chains aren't set up to make that an easy transition. Um, so that is... Another thing you can look at with um, Archway and say, okay, they are looking out for the developers um, over anyone else. And again, something I love to see. 
and something that probably should become more of the norm in the space. So with that, I think we can probably close down this episode of Daybreak Crypto. As always, thank you for joining me. And uh, hopefully we can get on again either later this week or next week to keep talking about what's happening in the cosmos. Yeah, it sounds good. Have a good rest of your week. Yep. Talk soon. See ya. Bye.